brothers and sisters in Christ, I greet you in the name and in the love and the peace of Jesus Christ. And for our daily word today, I'd like to actually make a connection here that at least as I was reading this and felt the Lord speaking uh, to my heart, I, I found really exciting and I, I hope you'll find it the same. Uh, Moses and Aaron have been through the ordination of Aaron and, and his sons for the priesthood or the setting them aside as priests. And then they're instructed to make the offering for the people. Uh, Moses and Aaron then go into the tabernacle and they, let me just read verse 23 here. Then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle and when they came back out, they blessed the people again and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. Fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this, they shouted with joy and fell face down on the ground. Now, um, let's talk first about what it is to see the glory of God. That's one of those sort of churchy words that we throw around and we don't often get down to defining it. And I think that's very important. To see the glory of God is to see the manifest goodness of God. It, it's a word that's, that's about weightiness. It's about worth. It's, of course, related to our worship because we are, we are declaring the goodness of God. We see God's glory. We see His goodness, and we, we attribute worth to God. We glorify Him. And so they, they see there a demonstration, uh, an exhibit of the glory of God, the manifest goodness of God right there in their presence, right there in their midst. Now, today, on this side of the cross, we know that as we worship the Lord, to see the glory of the Lord is to see the glory of the Lord in the face of Jesus Christ. That's what it means for us. It is to know the manifest presence of the Lord in our midst. It is to feel the touch of His love. He fills our hearts with His love. And that is our experience of the glory of God. And the fire here, the fire is surely a reference to the Holy Spirit. This is, this is a visible manifestation of the Holy Spirit described as fire, right? And so, it is the Holy Spirit, this is pointing forward to the gift of the Holy Spirit, who would be for all the believers, given that we might know the manifestation of the glory of God. So now, let's connect with our New Testament passage from John chapter 16, Jesus here preparing the disciples for his departure. He will be crucified, he'll be raised from the dead, then he'll ascend into heaven. And this is what he says about the gift of the Holy Spirit. He says, but now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocate won't come. Okay, what's that about? Wouldn't most of us, thinking about Jesus being here in the flesh, think that is way better. That is way better. But if you think about it, 
Jesus could be present when he was physically here on earth. He could be present to one group of people in one time and one place. But now, with the gift of the Holy Spirit, Jesus can be present, reveal himself, reveal his love, can lead uh, those who would receive him all over the world, all at one time, right? This is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he says, verse 13, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. It says he will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. Okay, what's this about? Well, this is a reference directly to the ministry of the apostles. What we have as the New Testament is the ministry of those in the early church who were given the Word of God to deliver to us, even to speak about the future. We think here especially of the book of Revelation, right? This is the revelation of the Holy Spirit, but he goes on. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. Did you hear that word again here? Glory. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. From this side of the cross, what we see is that to see the glory of God made manifest is to, with the eyes of our hearts enlightened, to see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, to know the Holy Spirit revealing Jesus, His presence, His love, and, and speaking to us in such a way that we can perceive His leadership in our lives so that we might follow Him and bring him ourselves, bring him glory. So you see the continuity between Leviticus and this experience of the people before the Lord, his manifest goodness, his glory shown to them. And, and now here, Jesus explaining that the Spirit will bring him glory by revealing him to us, right? And our response is the same. The people have great joy. There is nothing like experiencing the manifest presence of God. The touch of the Lord is sweeter than any other experience, bar none, bar none. And so we have this joy, but we are also filled with this humility because he is the God of the universe, and He is taking the time to touch our lives. He is giving us that attention. Can you imagine the God who has spread and created the great expanse of the universe takes time and attention to touch our lives? Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Well, may you be blessed today with the presence of the Lord, the touch of the Lord, as you're in His Word, as you're praying to Him, as you're walking out your day with Him. May the Lord bless you and keep you. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.